0: Hello there, and welcome to a very special episode of the podcast. My name's Palm. My name's Andy. And together, we are Chrono Passion Seven. So first up, we're going to do a wristwatch check. Andy, what have you got on the wrist then?
1: Yeah, so yesterday I finally picked up a watch what I ordered a few weeks ago. So you know me, it's always vintage by now. I'm still on that vintage journey. So I picked up a rather sp- special Corum, and I know for a lot of collectors out there many of you may know Corum the brand and some of you will be very familiar with some of the great pieces they make such as the golden bridge for example and some of the original coin dial watches they made so I've got something very similar to those older references but this time I got the gold bar basically a um, a corum, which is a rectangular shape with a real 15 gram golden bar as the dial. Um, it's the purest form of gold, so it's like 999.99 purity in an 18 karat case with a really beautiful, uh, brilliant-cut diamond on the crown. And the strap is so well-made. It just comes from an area when they knew what they were doing with watch straps. It's just brilliant. Really enjoying it. It is quite out there. You know me, I like a fun, interesting watch. If you haven't seen these references before, definitely go check them out. I think Corum did some really cool stuff in the early days within the 80s when the brand was first on the scene, so make sure to check them out. So, Pam, what are you rocking?
0: Well, I've got to say that is a beautiful watch you got there. I am rocking something not so spectacular, quite standard routine. It's a better-known brand called Rolex, and it's the Explorer 1, the 214270, the 39mm discontinued model. I got this as a present on my 50th from my wife, my lovely wife. Again, it's a watch I like very much, and I will keep in the collection forever. So, Andy... What's the show about today then?
1: As promised on the previous podcast, we're going to bring you the interview which we did with Benjamin Arovo. So we're very excited to share that interview and experience with you. We're also going to talk around the experience at the boutique as we were fortunate enough to sit through a bit of a workshop with one of Jacob's watchmakers where we got hands-on with Astronomias, but we'll get to that. Before we get into the Jacob segment of this show, we want to talk a little bit about what we've been getting up to in these past weeks. So, Palm, I know you've been at a rather interesting Red Bar event over in London?
0: I was invited by Red Bar Southeast to a very special event organized by the Limited Edition, headed up by Pietro Tomaha. It's a company that deals in independent watches exclusively. They were the first company in the UK selling Konstantin Chaikin watches, which isn't the case anymore because they've just become so big now. But that's the level of watch that Pietro at the Limited Edition would be dealing with. So the brand that we went to see, Carl Sushi and Schöner, is an Austrian brand based in Vienna. And they were celebrating the 200th anniversary so it was quite a prestigious do you had the CEO Robert Punkenhofer you also had the trade commissioner of Austria Michael Mueller there as well so there were some dignitaries and some um, some high ups there also but as usual at a watch event it was all very nice kind calm and light-hearted and everyone just had a good time also got to see some incredible watches on the other red bar members the Carl Sushi and Schöner watches were incredible there was a table waltz clock which was just classic vintage horology which screamed vienna back in the 19th century it was just a step back in history and time it's such a beautiful piece my favorite watch they had well there were two actually one was the belvedere which had a jumping date function which when i heard that was a okay jumping hour, i've heard of jumping date i'm not quite so sure what that is and what actually happens is the dial moves around every day every 24 hours and it takes the date with it so the position of the date is never in the same place two days in a row as it rotates so it's a really clever little function they got there clever complication and there was also a day and night watch the waltz day and night, they call it. It's a half black, half white with a PVD case. Very stunning, very classic. I'd say there's a lot of old world about this brand, Carl Sushi and Schoner, and they really do love their heritage and stick to it. So that's what I did. And Andy, I understand you were on the red bar scene as well yourself.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So many of your listeners maybe don't know, but I actually run the Red Bar chapter here in Barcelona. So I've had two events actually back to back. So I've been quite fortunate. It's been extremely busy for myself. The first event was a general meetup where we just hang out we talk watches. I tried some, as always, some amazing and incredible pieces, some beautiful original Oyster Rolexes, some first generations, um, the Patek Ellipse, uh, you know, in all its glory. Yeah, it was really really fun and then yesterday i just got back from a louis vuitton event for the brand new release of the the new Tumble. that was very fun it was interesting there was a champagne tasting so i can't complain with that and yeah i got my hands on these new lv pieces which are now aiming to break into the higher horology world do i believe they are there yet um i'm not sure i'm i am divided so i'd say the quality is high but don't feel like a fashion watch that's the first thing i will say they have Fantastic movement inside in-house with a really nice twenty-two karat gold uh, micro rotor with a really nice motif detailing under beautiful dial varieties from real nice chocolate browns to you know the classic bright blues. You have solid rose gold, yellow gold, then two-tone or steel. Steel coming in at around nineteen k for me. For what's out there, you know, I'll say one of your favorites, Pam, for less than that kind of money you can have a beautiful bulgari octophanissimo for example which i'd say the lv's tambour movement is quite similar in aesthetics not in how slim it is but in a similar kind of construction you can see that they are in the same family within the same group what we'll say is the watch division now is run by a very young an ambitious young man, right? Jean-Arnold, the son of Bernard, who runs the whole LV operation. Only 24 years old. I hear he's extremely passionate about watches. So a lot of young, youthful energy going into the brand. I always like that. You know, he'd be full of imagination, I am sure, and ideas. But I believe for the price point they're demanding, there were certain refinements missing, such as no easy adjustment on the bracelets, things like this. However, first impressions for hitting that market, I think they have the customer base, for a popular brand are they for me not really they didn't scream at me compared to what i could buy for that kind of money i say just for the steel variation you pay 19k if you want in the rose gold for example with a chocolate dial you're looking at around 45k euro so you can't help but think what vintage beauties you can get for that kind of money in my world and even in your world Pam. you know some modern stunning rolexes it was a fun event very interesting but yeah that's what i was up to
0: Yeah, well, so the LV tambor is a nice watch, but I'm not sure at that price point they're gonna get too many takers at the moment. You've really got to be a big fan of Louis Vuitton to buy into that. Moving on, we have our interview with Benjamin Arabov. But before we spoke to Benjamin we had a a very interesting appointment with the watchmaker there. So Andy, tell us all about that. Absolutely.
1: So it was great. It was a fascinating experience. As you know, um, a bit of my story with Jacob and Co in the past, my curiosity was sparked once more when I saw producer Michael, right? With uh, Astronomia Sky. And to finally able to see that in person and watch what I didn't, you know, ask me a few years ago, I I wasn't expected to be in that position. So brilliant. You know, we're on our journey now and we're getting to see such fascinating watches. We must have lost on the rule because we were, we were invited to the group and we were sat in a rather large circle and then the watches were being passed around clockwise and we just so happened to be sat you know at the very end of that circle so it took quite some time for the watches to arrive to us as you can imagine everybody who's handed these pieces they're getting those classic instagram reels and shots the first piece, what finally arrived to me, uh, was the Astronomia Casino. It was an absolutely incredible watch with its own independent roulette system module, what Jacob created from the ground up. And it was amazing how they achieved that. You have the main center column on the Astronomia, what then goes up, with then four different elements, what span out from that center column. Uh, of course, you've got your time on there. You've got an absolutely incredible precision cut diamond, a beautiful globe in this case, and then, of course, the three-axis turbion which is just Purely a work of art. It's incredible. The next piece, what came to us, was the Astronomia Sky, which was again probably the most impressive piece for me, as it's one what I remember seeing back in 2019. So it was fantastic to see that, and it's just the amount of detail what goes into these Astronomias. Again, it's got the exact same kind of construction, apart from this time it doesn't have the obviously the roulette wheel, Uh, but in that center column it has an actual globe, and to you know a person just glancing at the watch you just think oh nice little detail it's an astronomy sky you've got a little globe yeah that's cool it's just a little Decoration, but the decoration is functional. It's actually a day and night indicator. And of course, you've got the the beautiful diamond again. You've got the time, and then you've got some other column. What comes out, which I believe is uh, your seconds, like a running seconds. But it looks like some kind of satellite. At least that's how it looks to me. And then you've got the whole constellation, the whole map of the sky below that. Four different columns on the base plate of the watch. You have an actual functioning map of the constellation which is incredible then, then you go to look at the side of the watch and you have all the different months of the year and from there just by looking on that part of the watch you see which month you're in and then you can see the that sky at the exact moment in time what you would be seeing you know which constellation which stars you would be seeing but yeah enough of me talking what what did you think to these pieces pam
0: i like them they're obviously very high end as you said it's not, not something i was ever used to before i'd been out there on this trip but the astronomia casino was my favorite one it was just that like you say that the tourbillon and the roulette game in a watch in a high-end high horology watch was just i think you can definitely say this is modern jacob here because it was just art fun classic everything all in one what stood out to me the most was that 288 facet jacob cut diamond which looks like a crystal and it looks like a disco ball the way it's shaped and the way it's carved is just something else it looks like it would take a lot of time and effort to do that and even the globe on the opposite side was i believe it's a blue magnesium with rose gold continents it's a tiny little ball to represent the world and yet the detailing on it is just incredible And the actual roulette ball can be played and without any impact to the mechanism or to the running of the watch. It it will not impact that. So to me, that was something I'd never seen before. It was something to behold, for sure. We hadn't planned to put this interview out as a podcast when we were there at Geneva watch days with Jacob. So the sound quality will not be at the standard that you would usually expect. I've tried all my editing skills. I'm putting myself out on a limb here, taking a bit of a risk, losing all my credibility, but it may sound like Benjamin has a bit of a cold, but he doesn't. It's just the fact that we had to touch up the audio afterwards. And so onto the interview with Benjamin again for quality reasons we have redone our questions just so that you can hear them better and benjamin's audio is the original the questions are also the original questions we asked him but we just wanted to give you a better experience with at least our audio being pristine so we walked into the office for this pre-arranged meeting with benjamin which was no small thing we weren't going to do a podcast when we walked into the office We did one once we we'd left the office because the way it all turned out, it was it was quite a journey in itself doing that interview, because what we were thinking was we have the interview. We'd maybe put something down for an article or some commentary on some photos on Instagram, by the way, reach out to us on Instagram if you'd like to. So for my first question, I asked him, how involved are you with your father's company? And how did you become so involved? Again, remember, we walked into this office thinking, right, okay, this is quite overwhelming. And the first thing he said was, well, I'm the CEO, so I'm quite involved. And then just had this big smile on his face and he just broke the ice. The mood just lightened. Everything was just so cool. He was a very charismatic guy. And when it came to doing the rest of the interview, we all just remember that Big beaming smile he had, and how he just really made us feel very welcome. So, when asked, How did you get so involved in the company? This was his answer.
2: I was always a volunteer since I was a kid. Working with, my, working with my pops, every summer, every break that I had, I would go and help them out. It would invite me to the meetings. And, and, and that lasted until I was like 19 years old. And, and up until that point, I didn't have any knowledge as a 19 year old because I didn't bring much value besides uh, absorbing information and going to get coffee. So I knew that wasn't my destiny. And I, I knew at a young age, if I wanted to bring real value to the brand, I would have to learn outside the four walls business, also to give a new perspective of what's going on in the outside world. So at 19, I left the family business, ended up being 10 years. So I started on my own journey. I got an internship at the digital marketing agency. Marketing was something I was passionate about. The internship paid me $35 a week, but I didn't care. My purpose there was to learn, not to make money. And I stayed there for two years. Because my purpose was to learn, I woke up one day and realized I didn't learn anything new for about a week or two. That day I left. I left, I started my own business, and I ran my own business for seven years. It was a digital marketing agency also, focused on promoting companies uh, through Google Ads, Facebook, Twitter, etc. And it got to a point where, within seven years, the business did not need me anymore, and my dad needed the support uh, for the business. As a creative genius, he didn't enjoy working in the department of operations, marketing, or overseeing those departments, right? Um, So when I came in, um, one of my first goals was to relieve all those departments from him and help streamline the business and have him focus on what he's really good at, which is design, sales, problem solving, and just focus on the creative side of the business.
1: So that then led to my first question. I noticed over you know the last three years more or less in the start of 2019 pre-covid let's say i started to see a lot more brand awareness from jacob and co in general when i say that i was seeing more content on instagram i was seeing more coverage on uh, various youtube channels and i just felt that jacob was really stepping up into the higher horology playing field that's come on like with astronomia it's undebatable that that's the playing field they're on and i just noticed this kind of drive coming you know to the company so i asked benjamin about this and yeah this is what he had to say
2: i started about three years ago during COVID like you were saying, three years ago. And when I started, I knew the potential that the brand had, but I know that the story wasn't being told the right way and the content wasn't being done the right way. And because marketing was my expertise, I took it upon myself to really showcase what we're doing. And even now as we're sitting here three years later i still think we're about 20 percent of our full potential it's been a long three years it's been an exciting three years and one of my favorite parts of the job is is either any design project that has been launched in the past three years either i've worked with it with with my pops to co-design or i was I was acting as a lead project manager with something that he designed. And the reason is because with a creative genius like that, we need a passionate executor to make sure that the vision is carried out exactly the way he envisioned it. It It's a very difficult job because there's so many details. There's so many details and it has to be absolutely perfect. So that's the most exciting parts of my job is that I'm able to co-create with him or ensure that his vision is executed to the highest.
0: So it was at this point where there's a knock at the door and Benjamin got a message that his next interview was waiting for him. And he said this. Take it, wait. And from that, we thought, okay, the rapport is there. We, we, we Everyone's cooking. Everyone's enjoying themselves.
2: This is our novelty. It's the new collection. The collection is called The World is Yours, and there's a motivational angle to that collection name. And this watch was designed based on a watch that Jacob received from his father 45 years ago, the Wackman watch. It was about two years ago where Jacob pulled out this watch from his draw share the story to me about it and he was ready he thought it was an appropriate time in terms of where the business was and what we're what we were achieving to take the inspiration from that celebrate Mm -hmm. that gift and to create a timepiece taking that inspiration so we took the continent style, took the dual time zone, and then we make it, we made it kind of Jacob style. We made the watch curved like a globe. So the dial is curved, the, gla- the, the sapphire crystal glass is curved. The continents are hammered with texture and blue, blue is one of our favorite colors. And then we added a second indicator in the center designed like a compass.
0: So being an eighties kid, I like to think that I can spot an eighties pop culture reference from a mile away. And to me, The world is yours screamed out Brian De Palma's Scarface, the character so powerfully played by Al Pacino. So I thought I'd ask him, you know, if that was his inspiration, thinking he'd probably been asked that a million times before and thinking, oh, dear, how boring will that question? But his answer came up with some very interesting results.
2: Well, if we named it the world is yours, Chico... I love. We love the movie with a Scarface. With a Scarface watch, you know, we love that movie, right? And no, nobody's asked me about it. But when we were talking about it internally, we obviously like, yeah, yeah. You know, we got the inspiration from Scarface, but we called it that because the watch that my grandfather gave my father when he was thirteen, it was right before they moved to America, and being able to see a map of the eastern side of the United States wasn't something that was readily available like it is now. You saw it in your school school. school books. That's it. So being able to look at this watch and look at the eastern side of the United States every single day was inspirational and motivational for Jacob and the family to make this type of move, right? And because of that, we felt like it was appropriate to call it that because if you have a vision and you execute and, and you never take no for an answer, the world could be yours in a sense.
1: So that led to my last and final question uh, to Benjamin. And my question was around the world is yours, the novelty, of course. It was a follow-up from his answer. And it is quite a special piece, obviously, for Benjamin's father. But I asked the question of is now the world is yours applying the same significance for Benjamin. So is that the message for Benjamin to take on board? Like now it's your turn. You know, the world is yours. Now you go and get it. And this is what he had to say.
2: Correct. Yes. And my, the idea is that when my kids are involved, I don't have kids yet, but when my kids are involved, that we will design something inspired by this, the, the message and the generational family business, which is our goal. We are a family business, 100% all that operated, and we intend to stay that way.
1: So that concluded our interview. And unfortunately, it was a little short. We wish we had more time. It was, you know, spare of a moment, and we just went for it. So we really hope you enjoyed what we brought to you. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that interview and I hope you really heard the enthusiasm from Benjamin. So certainly what stood out to me personally, and um, I'm sure Palm echoes a very similar feeling, just how engaging he was, how switched on he was and how passionate he was. Like, you've got to take your hat off to Benjamin as he's in a very privileged position, right? Let, let's be realistic. And he took it upon himself. To actually leave the, you know those four walls and go out on his own to learn his craft, master his craft, and do it all on his own, so he could actually bring value, bring experience to Jacob and Co. And credit where credit's due, you know, I take my hat off to him. But just a brilliant young man and i really hope to meet him again very soon in a, in the near future but pam what were your feelings
0: after that i think i echo everything you said there he's in a very privileged position but he's made a difference the time he joined the company was the time the company moved in the direction it's moved in right now i think you'd agree as well and so it's very impressive that he went away did his own thing came back And could make those make that impact that he did so quickly, having learnt so much on the 10 years he was away from the company. So I really enjoyed talking to him. I enjoyed how down-to-earth he was when he spoke to us. And I enjoyed how he made the other guys wait while (laughs) while we were still in the meeting room. So that was a, a nice little feather in our cap, I would say. But yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed that interview with him. And hopefully again one day. You never know, we could um, have a more thorough and a better planned one with him, with better audio as well.
1: So something I'll add here as well, all of the watches we have mentioned in this episode, we will get onto our Instagram. So please make sure if you haven't subscribed to our Instagram, it is chrono underscore passion underscore seven. Make sure to subscribe, you'll be able to see all the watches, all of the reference we are talking about. We'll add some extra details there for you. So moving forward, if you want the show notes, you want all the details, you want to look through the pictures as you're listening along, you can do that just by simply following our latest posts on IG. So watch out for that. that be coming for this show.
0: And we are done. Thank you all so much for listening.
1: So as always, if you've enjoyed the show, please make sure to follow. Let us know what you think to the show in the comments below, as always also let us know on ig if you've got any feedback is anything you would like us to cover any interesting comments we're extremely open so reach out to us we are going to look at creating a group on instagram so look out for that we want to really build a community of passionate watch enthusiasts so please get involved and we'll be sharing all of that information with you shortly but for now that is goodbye from me
0: and we will see you and you will hear us in the next one